Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Merge Boot, a Survivor podcast. I'm just going to check in off the top. One of our guests, Chris, um, uh, the glorious Chris, unfortunately had some internet issues for the top half of the show today, but please be patient because halfway through we do fix them, and we have a few jokes in there that I wanted to keep in so I didn't... Uh, there are maybe some pauses that may seem confusing, but uh, just be patient with them if they're really annoying because we do sort them out halfway through and we really don't have any more internet issues after that. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a great episode, Survivor Draft, um, for Season 41. So take a look and thanks for listening. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. That's right. We are back. Survivor is back. Back and we have gotten the fantasy team together to finally draft our fantasy for Survivor Season 41. Um, yeah, we're gonna do this as sort of this episode is gonna double as our fantasy draft and our sort of uh, cast assessment. Cast assessment. There, yeah. there was there was Cody talking. I'm Joel, and we have two great guests here. Well, um, our intro that goes every week. Yes, Joel says us. our names already. Yes. Well, we have two great guests here. One that has been on a lot uh, through the pandemic. Chris George, how's it going? That's me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're you're in the East Coast Canada right now, but it didn't stop you from uh, joining the pod. You know, in fact, my girlfriend's parents wanted to hang out, and I pushed them over, and I said no. Oh, wow. And they can't get up when they're pushed over. Survivor. We, uh, you, you cut out there when, when, whatever you were yelling at them, I feel like the, the internet connection between the four of us kind of cut that out. Don't worry. I filled it in. It's probably, probably good. Probably good. And I know Cody, Cody will fill in any of my cutouts. I, I give him full power. (laughs) To, to say whatever so. he wants. <laughs> so I know our, what you're going to say. <laughs> our other guest, our second guest, um, has been on the show before for, an, for a fantasy draft and a long-lost, uh, never-released Red Eye with Colby Donaldson cast, uh, podcast. Uh, it's Ryan Quing. Ryan, how's it going? I'm, I'm doing very well. I, I wish you would have mentioned uh, in my intro that I'm the previous winner of our previous draft. Uh, and as I was looking through the history books, have not come below the top two since Ghost Island. Wow. That, I wow. mean, wow. then then anybody uh, just, listening... Way to just jinx yourself. I mean, sure. Pretty but happy with it. Any, any of the listeners who are listening before they draft their own fantasy drafts, I say you just pick... Uh, it's a good bet to just pick Ryan's exact list. <laughs> gonna, gonna come in here with a lot of swagger. Real cocky, ready to be humbled. Uh, We'll see what happens. So um, let's just uh, quickly talk uh, what... uh, There's been a lot of mystery around this new season. Let's quickly talk about um, any preconceived notions or anything like that. What what are we expecting from this season? Obviously, it's been a while. 
Um, I think that there's going to be uh, a game within a game for all the junior survivors out there. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. You yeah. know what? I, I think that Survivor is sort of akin to being a monster. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't get the monster, the monster's going to get you. Uh -huh. So that's kind of what I'm feeling the vibe is going to be. Right. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to hedge my bets. I think Jeff's going to break the fourth wall, talk directly to the audience, like a, a Dora the Explorer <laughs> sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I, I mean, I, I'm i going to point out that every twist, uh, people didn't like at first, but people have come around on the hidden immunity idol, the, uh, the even the first tribe swap people didn't like. Now players get mad when there's no swap. Mm. That's very mm. apt, Joel. That's a Thank good you. quote. Jeff, you, should, you should lend that to Jeff Probst. Yeah, people don't need to watch the the that trailer <laughs> video now. They've we've just said pretty much everything in that trailer. <laughs> I'll say with like watching these trailer videos and watching Jeff talk about this season, I'm terrified that it's going to be bad. I oh yeah 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 definitely. Um, I mean the 26 days. I think that was enough. Ease us in, Jeff. The cast looks great, and which we'll go through. And uh, for the folks at home that didn't tune in last year, basically when we mean uh, draft and cast assessment, as someone drafts someone, we'll all talk about that person and go through and have our thoughts on them. Uh, completely candid thoughts. Everyone, No one's going to hold anything back. We're all going to support each other and our great picks. Yes, but I think... People are, are, how are we feeling? Obviously we're not as like, uh, we're not as emotionally attached as these people as we were going into 40, but have you, do you have attachments right now? Chris, Ryan, do you have people that are like your ride or dies need to be on your team? Absolutely. I do. I have people that, um, I might get fairly upset if I don't have them. Mm. Uh, I've already developed, uh, like some parasocial relationships <laughs> with a couple of these cast members, uh, through their interviews. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm excited for the season. I think a lot of these people came to play hard. I, I have one person who I want, um, maybe two, maybe two. I, I, I feel, oh no, I, I feel like I'm gone. No, you're, you know, I know no, that we Cody, can hear you. Cody will have filled me in. Okay, no, great. You, you've um, been here this whole time. This is what uh, well, the podcast is going to be, is Chris never cuts out, <laughs> but he keeps thinking he does and oh, completely derails it. This, <laughs> this podcast no, I have, is... I have, I have one person that I, I really am hoping for, but and, and I have a few like highlights as well. Like I, I, I have an ideal team, and if I don't get that team, I'll burn all of your houses to the ground. Oh, but wow. other than that, you know, not low stakes. Hey, it's not supposed me. to be easy. It's survivor is meant to be hard. You gotta do. Well, yeah, I'm also terrified with with this season that it that it won't be good. But I think the game within the game thing is just like it's. I'm glad that it doesn't affect the actual game, and so they're putting the twist outside of the game sort of thing. It's not like vote on who gets an advantage because they've it's already all been filmed. So I, I'm fine with them throwing in these little games to to play along and. People can win prizes at home. Sure, if it gets people engaged in the in the show, that's that's great, and it doesn't affect the the format. I do think really the big change is going to be that just that it's twenty six days, and that people are going to um, play really hard. And I think it might be harder for those people who might have laid low in a thirty nine day season. I'm laid low, and 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 skated through right, and and I think we might see a big player win 
because usually the big players get voted out around 25, 26. They're, they decide that they're like, yeah, I got to play hard now. And then they peak too early. But because of the shortened time frame, I'm interested to see if that uh, makes, a, makes a larger player or a larger character um, be able to skate through just because of the more chaotic nature that the game will bring. Okay, but nobody, nobody said anything when I saw it, said Tom Laidlaw. Yeah, we tried to keep the podcast going. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to keep it positive here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, one of the speaking, things. I, wait, speaking I, of Tom Laidlaw, two Canadians on the on the cast. Go on, sorry. Yeah, two Canadians on the cast. That's obviously, yeah. I mean, a place in our hearts. Uh, but also, yeah. one of the things I'm worried about too, and I don't know what this is going to entail, but like how. Are the cast going to react as like Jeff's saying that there's going to be less rations for people? He's making it harder on them from day to day to make up for it being a more limited amount of days. So what is that going to look like? Um, I mean, will we notice it as a viewer? Is someone going to pass out on the island? Are we going to get more medevacs? What's going to happen? I don't know. So yeah, I that's mean, a concern of mine. There's no theme. Obviously, there's... Maybe some sort of twist that's going to happen, but there's no theme. So maybe we're going to get more of the day-to-day life at camp. So we, cause we don't have to be cutting to them going to ghost Island or them going to edge of extinction. Yeah. Uh, um, so maybe the, like they're going to be talking about how they're hungry or they're going to be talking about food, like stuff like that, like day-to-day camp stuff more because they have more time in the edit. What I'm worried about is maybe a little less day-to-day stuff just because there's less time for day-to-day stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot less downtime, right? I mean, I know there's uh, yeah. few, very few reward challenges going to be happening this season. So Which I like to hear. Which I like to hear. Gives you a bit of downtime. Yeah, I love that. Um, and that maybe will give you a little more downtime. Um, but I think with the accelerated game, we might get less camp life and more strategy. So, I mean, something that I, I, cause I I like listening to, you know, post game interviews and stuff like that. Something that like always stands out to me is like, we see so much strategy and so much stuff, but like people are always talking about how boring it is on the Island sometimes, you know, like people are always talking about how like they, all they do is talk about food or their kids the whole time. Right. So I don't know, maybe speeding up the game, maybe it'll make for more kind of wacky moments. I don't know. I don't know. But they're like, maybe it'll be less boring for them. I don't know. We'll see. But I'll, I'll tell you who's excited for this season. And that's uh, our good friend, the dragon slayer himself coach. If you look at his comments on every single survivor post uh, of all the cast, he's uh, putting his foot in his mouth. He's arguing with people. Um, (laughs) He's making uh, weird claims about people, future dragon slayers. He's saying, I don't know what's happening. Um, coach, uh, coach is going uh, insane in the comments of these, and it's something to uh, watch. It's almost as exciting as the show itself. I haven't seen this. I'm excited to catch up with it. Oh, my favorite, yeah. my favorite coach comment is when just on the on the promo of someone. Ca- oh no! This is where he cuts out. I <laughs> I believe his comment uh, was going to be uh, Chris is a big photo. bad dummy. <laughs> Oh, Chris, this is uh, that, that, that that's, Halifax. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. Yep. <laughs> there we go. See, so, I told you. Chris. I got his quote. 
Chris, can you can you try and say that whole thing again? Because we didn't get a. a oh, I, I was just saying that my favorite my favorite coach comment was uh, that, that him with. Oh was, my God! There's a picture of the torch and someone carrying a torch in a river, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm glad you used my pre-survivor back muscles." What? He's such a weirdo. He's losing his mind in the comments of these, Joel. You have to uh, catch up. Is he going through a divorce? <laughs> Sorry to speculate. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's trying to hook uh, Cochran up with people, and I don't know what's going on. Wow. You'll have to take a look. Uh, so but we okay. should get into this draft. Yeah, let's talk about the, how it's going to work. Let's do so it. We're going to do like a snake draft uh, for people who've listened to our draft episodes before, or even our most recent draft episodes before we do a snake draft. So it goes one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, four, et cetera. And we're only doing, so we're going to talk the, there's 18 cast members, which is not divisible by four. So we're going to have four teams of four and then two leftovers who we'll talk about at the end. Um, and maybe we'll talk about why we didn't pick them. Uh, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean this this season's very interesting. I, when I'm looking at this cast, I honestly don't know who the leftovers are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there I, should be one clear one. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't know about that though. If 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 I know who you're talking, <laughs> I I don't know who uh, Chris is actually thinking about, but uh, I'll I'll mention it when this person comes up. Okay, when I draft them first overall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so two Julie people Rosenberg. Left- <laughs> two people uh, left over here, um, and we'll talk about them at the end, like Joel said. And the way we're going to do this is we were all assigned a number beforehand. I'm going to hit a generator here to uh, generate the order of which we will draft. Uh, so everyone still knows their number? I do not. No, you just, you just tell us. Yours was I'm... three, Ryan. Uh, Joel's was one. Chris, four. Me, of course, two. And I'm going to hit the button here. This is who's drafting first. It's Chris. Chris has the first pick. Uh, So then um, I'm going to decide the order here, Chris, before you make your pick. Uh, Then it it will be Joel. And then it will be Ryan, and I am last. Okie doke. All right, Chris, how do you feel? Did you want to be first? I didn't want to be first, no, because I wanted a back-to-back, but because now I because I, I didn't have a solid first pick, but I was hoping that I'd be able to. Snag. Oh no! Around like five or six. Okay, he wanted to snag somewhere around five or six. Is I think what yeah. he said there. Yeah, that is what I said. Um, okay. Sorry to all the listeners that I'm uh, a pile of garbage. No, Chris, uh, just make yourself less long-winded. Yeah, see, that's the, that's something that I feel like I'm very incapable of, but for the listeners and just because Ryan's here and I value his friendship, um, I, will, uh, I, will, I will go ahead. Okay, so my first pick, I'm going to go ahead. He's the only person who's, like, really jumped out at me. Um, I love I love his story. I've got high hopes for him. He's got a little video out. It's tough because not all the little one-minute CBS videos are out right now. I think there's only about six. 
if if I'm if I'm correct. So it's it's tough getting a sense of maybe somebody's personality is really going to pop later on, and we're going to realize that that we should have they would should have been the automatic first draft. Uh, oh my gosh! Person, I was. Chris, you're back. I'm going with. I'm back. Well, there we go. It's a, that's that's the internet telling me to, to you know wrap it up, pick yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking I'm picking Rickard as my number one pick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the pick. He, that's the pick. He is that the pick? Were you guys hoping to get him too? Absolutely. Um, that's the winner to me. He yeah. he is just like. He looks awesome. What I love, he, there's a parade. I was reading through the parade interviews. I don't know if you if you all saw these. Yeah. Parade.com did a series of interviews. Not all of them are out yet. But I just love that, like, his history watching Survivor, he was, like, 10 or 11 years old. And he was, like, his mom was rooting for Richard Hatch. And he, and he was, like, man, I never thought my mom would be able to root for, like, a gay guy because I, I know I'm gay. And, like, watching her root for Richard Hatch, like made him feel like she could root for him at some point. I was like, dude, you're just like awesome. So he's the, he's the only one who's like really like jumped out to me as somebody who I wanted on my team. Cool. I, I feel like this is a person that when I watch this video and everything, I'm thinking this, this is the winner. I, it's hard for me to imagine him not winning actually. Like, I don't know why I feel so good about this pick. And I think you've got a real uh, winner here regardless uh, because of like personality too. The only downfall to me is that the player that he wants to play most like is Aubrey. Big problem with me. Yeah, but... I saw that. Oh, I agree. It was huge, huge points off. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the only thing that makes me like, well, I guess I'm okay steering a little bit away from this. <laughs> cool. I mean, uh, uh, Ryan, you said that was going to be your first pick. Is that one of the one you were attached to? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's hard to see a downside with Ricard. Um I think he's going to be great in individual challenges with his dance background, doing balance stuff. Um, seems like a social threat. Seems great with confessionals. I mean, I, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's the winner pick. I think I, I have a hard time seeing him losing as well. Uh, my, yeah. my, my only fear is that he... Oh, my gosh. What, we'll never know what his only fear was. I think what Chris was going to say is that his only fear is that uh, Chris will, uh, his fantasizer will delete on him and block him out, and then he won't be able to participate in the rest of the fantasy. You know what? That's exactly what it was, Cody. I think what Chris was going to say. If Chris was going to say what I think he was going to say, which is that his greatest fear is that Ricardo will be eaten by snakes. Um, I think that's a legitimate thing to be worried about in this game. Yeah. It's, that's interesting because what I thought Chris was going to say was uh, his, that his greatest fear was that Ricard uh, would be killed by Freddy Krueger during the dream. You know what? I was thinking all three of those things. Oh, wow. And yeah. also because he's more vulnerable because he's on what I perceive to be the weakest tribe. Interesting. I actually, right. uh, that's where my tri- my my research has has faulted. I did not look at the tribe divisions enough. Uh, I wasn't thinking of that as well, and I'm going to pull that up <laughs> on my phone. I guess I shouldn't have said anything. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that, I no, I, I. It was something that I had thought of that I was like, oh, I better take a look at that, and I forgot. I think he's he's uh, he's one of the stronger people. 
Yeah. He's yeah, he's yeah, that's right. From you know, my looking at them and my initial perception as to like their age and what they do, right? Oh but, no, I think you're wrong. So I, I think, think that's okay, a strong but... tribe. I think that's a strong yeah. tribe, Chris. I think that's great. All right, that's my number one pick. Dead wrong. Okay. Well, um, I didn't I, I agree with what everybody said. He wasn't a high pick for me though, for some for whatever reason. I don't know. I just You're didn't. a wild card, Joel. Well, I guess I mean I, I'm I'm always kind of looking at you know what everybody's winner picks going to be and stuff like that, and and uh, very often these kind of person disappoints. And I know that a, pe- a lot of people like Ricard, but I've been a little careful um, because you never know. And uh, somebody who really stood out to me during the um, preseason stuff, I RHAP has a few interviews up. I think they have. Interviews from 12 people up audio-wise. And the person that just stood out to me that I just kind of marked it down right away is like, I really want this person on my team and nobody else has really presented themselves. I don't know if this person will win, but I think that they're going to play a really interesting game and I want to root for them, even if they are self-professed a villain and they're ready to be a villain. And uh, I'm going to pick David Voce. (laughs) I want him on my team, and uh, you know that's yeah. got to be a joke. No, it's not. Do you guys? Do you guys? You guys weren't excited about him because I thought maybe you would be. Wow, not one bit. I mean, not even a little. No, I. Uh, <laughs> David Voce has. Uh, you could have saved him till the end. All over him. I I think this is a person. Um, yeah, because he compares himself to Russell Hance, I believe, in his thing too. Uh, yeah, but, uh, he gets the, points there. Yeah, but the social game of Todd is what his goal is, I think. Uh, but there, th- this guy, uh, I mean, when you watch his interviews too, I, th- I think the, the confidence level that he's coming in with this, he already seems to think he has this in the bag. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's done so. I don't think that David Voce is uh, lasting very long. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I wanted him on my team. I'm not going to say that he's going to be the best player of all time, but maybe he will be. And I just really, he's the one I wanted on my team the most. I think Joel, I will say that uh, before we get to Ryan, Chris's uh, full opinion on him. I I will say that this is a huge risky pick because if somehow David Voce manages to get far in this game, we're going to see a lot of them. So the, the reward is very high, but the risk is higher. I love him. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, it, it was just striking to me how much he looks and sounds nearly identical to Ben Shapiro. <laughs> that set off just big red flags for me, saying a oh, lot no. of similar things, saying uh, I divorce emotions from logic. Uh, I make people feel valuable even if I don't believe it. Yep. These are red flags to me. Uh, I'm getting big Bradley from Ghost Island vibes from him. I I can't. I, I think he's a. I think he's a blindside waiting to happen. Yeah, he also said that's a great comparison. He also said that he doesn't believe in alliances or uh, or any of that. Like, and he's gonna no, fully. But he said lie he said he wants everybody. somebody like Ken. Right. He said, "Give know. me Ken from Millennials versus Gen X." That's the only person who I can work with. <laughs> I, I like I like somebody who's talking this much uh, gameplay off the top. You know, because he people, didn't get it out in the game. 
you know, Spencer did stuff like that, you know, and uh, I don't know, big characters have done things like that and went through personal things along the way. Like Davey did that. Davey, you know, classically said he was going to be a villain. He was going to be devilish Davey. Um, so maybe we're going to get a new Davey. No, I don't know. Garrett, even. Garrett. Well, Garrett, well, I mean, I don't know about Garrett. But Garrett is, is also one of my favorite vote outs of, the, of, of all time. So I don't know. Either way, I'm going to be, even if he goes home first, you know this guy is going to have the best fucking vote out episode. And I'll be singing, I'll be singing like, yes, I'm glad I had this guy first because I don't really care about the points anymore. I just care about cheering for my team. He's going to get less confessional. Uh huh. He's going to be Purple Kelly, is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I think what he's saying is that uh, David does read all the Survivor books. Like he says, he uh, listens to the podcast. He loves Rob has a podcast. He loves all of those things. Chris is saying that. But uh, what Chris is also saying is uh, that don't mean shit. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and Ryan, did you, sorry, what do you, what do you have to say about David? Did you already say what you had to say? Oh, yeah, he's, he's Ben Shapiro. And he's honestly, not, he's hundred percent Ben Shapiro. That's yeah. who he is. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, I, I can't unsee that. And I, I hate Ben Shapiro so much, but, um, uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't, uh, well, we'll have that. to see, we'll have to see who else is left over at the end. Maybe you can trade them in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ryan, you are up to the plate. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really excited about this pick other than, Ricard, this was my my first pick, obviously, because I was never going to choose David. Um, But uh, I have to go for Deshaun, who I think is going to be fantastic this season. Uh, I think he hits the nail on the head when he says he wants to, uh, he thinks he's a combination of Wendell and Sari. I see that a lot. I think he's going to be the confessional king of the season. Uh, even from his interview, there's mm-hmm. so much charisma, so much life. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I maybe this is looking too far into the future. I expect him to be on the sidelines of an alliance in the pre-merge, make some big moves post-merge. Um, I think he's going to win everyone over. I think he's going to win a lot of respect. Uh, I think he's an end gamer, and I'm really excited to get him. Hashtag devious D-rad. We were talking about Davey. He seems like he's trying to take up the Davey mantle. He's already given himself his own devilish nickname. (laughs) No, I I like, uh, he was going to be my next pick. So, well, I guess I should have saved, I should have saved David. (laughs) Yeah. You could have saved him to the end. Yeah. There's no (laughs) world where I was picking David. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think Deshaun's a great pick. Like that's uh, like you said, confessional King. Um, I, I don't know if I see Deshaun winning this game, uh, but I do see him like, because that's one of the things listeners, uh, for, uh, we're not just picking a winner here. We're picking people that gain us points. We get points from confessionals, uh, comps, everything like that. And I think Deshaun's going to be a big one for these confessionals. Like his personality is amazing. This is someone that I want to hear from him. And I think we're going to get a lot of great content from him. I agree. He looks good. He's, yeah. he's very charismatic and uh, knows the game. And also ha- is one of the couple people that were 
um, meant to go out for Survivor Season 41 in 2020 and then had a year to think about it. And then they, they cast him again. Um, so I think I th- watch out for those people because I think yeah. they may have uh, a better head on their shoulders than a couple of these pretty excited people. All right. All right. Um, so now it's up to me here. And I, uh, guys, I've been thinking about these confessionals or whatever. And yeah, you can take your guys that get one confessional. I want the ones that go a long time in between and get me three or four at a time. Boom, boom, boom. Confessional. Boom, boom, boom. I want these long-winded guys that even in their interviews are putting long posts. I know more about this man than I know about any of the others because every single question he's answered, he's told me about every other part of his life than the question itself. I'm talking Nazir. I need Nazir on my team. (laughs) This, This is a big pick for me. I think this is a big confessional pick. I think Nazir, he seems so lovely too and such like a family guy and uh, just a a person that I think is going to be helping out on camp but also be humble and not arrogant about it. And I think that that's what's going to keep him in this game a long time. And he seems to be really taking in the surroundings and he's, I think when we're watching the game that he's going to have a lot of narration of what's happening around him. I like him yeah, too. He's, think, fun. he's funny. I think if there's one person that I'm hundred percent sure we'll find an idol at some point in this season, it's Nasir. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love him. I love him with my whole heart. I was hoping to get him. Yeah. He was, he was in my ideal um, four, but he was like my fourth hope. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. It, I I like that me and you, the two podcast ho- uh, hosts, have our sort of like um, heart pick instead of strategic pick as our number one. Yeah, yours was Ben Shapiro, and mine was this lovely man. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a cool guy, though. <laughs> David Voce, not Nasir. Oh, okay. Yeah, good thing you clarified that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nasir, I think uh, I thought that this was going to be one uh, pretty, like, kind of lower on people's radar. Um, my picks are pretty spaced out here, and I wanted to make sure to have them. And if I'm going to pick them early, I might as well pick them number one, give them the respect he deserves. Legit. Um, I like it. Yeah, so that is who I am choosing. And then for my second one, I think I'm going to go with... Oh, this is tough. Um, I think I'm going to go with Chantel. Oh, our first Toronto person on our... Uh, listen, you piece of garbage, <laughs> Chris. That was someone you wanted, yeah. You took two people I wanted in my four. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that Chantel's uh, a great pick. I mean, we've uh, we've given a lot of raz on the podcast because it listed pastor comedian, um, which uh, in Toronto, which we didn't have any mutual friends with, so we were like, ah, is this person Yeah, comedian? some fucking comedian. Why don't we fucking know her, right? Yeah, because Joel and I are the kings of comedy. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm actually technically the reigning king of comedy in Toronto. 
Oh, that's true. Survivor comedy. Yeah. Is there um, any other kind? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, who the fuck are me and Cody with a Survivor comedy podcast? <laughs> so I I like Chantel. I think uh, I think she's got a great personality. I think uh, um, really pops when uh, speaking. And as well as just having the people that she wants to play like being Kim, Ty, Parvati. I mean, you're you're striking uh, the, the the three greats, three the three greats. greatest player. All three of those people <laughs> are the greatest players. I mean, I when you're looking, um, she was thinking Ty for like finding idols uh, strategically and rationally. Um, and then uh, being most like Kim, but having having a little bit of poverty in her too. I mean, what a winning combo! I think this is a person that people. She are really also gonna... says she identifies with Davy. Hey, I... Davy is the star of this podcast today. Yeah, everyone loves uh, devilish Davy, um, and so do we. You could argue that the entire cast is just a bunch of Davy archetypes. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Island of the Davies. Survivor 41. Um, Davy. So those, those, uh, those are my two, and I'm happy to have them on my team. Ryan, what do you think of Chantel as a pick? I don't, I don't see it with Chantel, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Um, I was really excited for her pre-season, uh, well, early, early preseason. Um, but in the Leaks same stuff. way, I was really excited for Desiree. And I see a lot of Desiree in Chantel. I I don't think she's going to get the amount of confessionals we think she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think she's going to be as effective strategically as we hope she will be. Wow. Gut feeling. I, I mean, I'm not crazy about her either. I think uh, there are other uh, people on the list that... Uh, I'm more excited about. I can see Chantel being somebody that goes home early without a, like a spark or anything. I can see her being somebody that uh, gets eaten by the edit as well. Here's my thing: is Chris, you always chooses the first uh, elimination, and I've chosen two people he planned on choosing. So I'm, I'm not liking my chances here. Well, last year, Cody, your first pick uh, went home first. But then also came in second, so. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Might happen again. Yeah. Ryan? Uh, all right. So I am looking at, I'm really excited about this pick as well, as someone who could flame out very, very early or could <laughs> go quite far. Uh, I'm looking at Jairus. Jairus uh, Robinson. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he's so self-aware and confident and self-assured for his age. Um, sort of some Michael Yerger uh, energy going on with Jairus. Uh, I think he's going to be a physical threat, but I think he's got a smaller stature so he can hide it. Uh, I'm just getting big Wendell vibes. Big Wendell vibes from Jairus. You know what vibes I get from Jairus? Fabio vibes. Oh, love that he good. mentions Fabio uh, One winning the game, being out of the loop the entire time. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, he has Nora upside because Nora is one of the only other people I've seen uh, name uh, check uh, Fabio in their bio. So maybe maybe he'll be a Nora. Uh, we can only hope he's a Nora. Well, but that's the upside. Nora upside. 
Uh, Wendell downside. Wendell's a little boring. <laughs> well, well, Chris, didn't didn't you point out when we did our Island of the Idols cast assessment that Nora put in her bio that her favorite players are Fabio and Judd? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, I love Nora so much. If I could pick Nora again, I would. <laughs> Not or Judd and Judd. And Judd. That's why I think he, she was talking about Judd from uh, Guatemala. No, she didn't do the two Ds. Uh, yeah, I like, I like Jairus, but that, uh, I've also heard him be called JD as well. So I don't know what he's going to be going as on the Island. Yeah. yeah. I think this is a good pick. I, I really like it. I was between, uh, him and Chantel, to be honest. Um, I think, uh, Jairus is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the Fabio thing worries me, but I think that he's kind of has this like, excitable energy that might be infectious that people will want to keep around. Um, he's on the uh, tribe that Chris said is the weakest. And one of the reasons I thought maybe it's not, I think uh, that he's going to be a, I don't know if anyone has like the typical Jack Johnny Mundo body, but uh, <laughs> we got a few, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jairus uh, and Chantel's on that team too. So yeah. It's a good tribe. I don't agree with Chris. I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah, he was that my safety. Jairus was my. Well, that's fine. Um, Jairus was like my safety. So now well, he's gone. Chris, even though you've lost Jairus, Chantel, and Nazir now, uh, just keep in mind you'll never have to be stuck with David Voce. That's true. I am thankful about that. And and I only have to wait through one more pick until I can pick my, my two people who I'm still excited about. So as long as Joel doesn't screw this up for me, which he certainly won't, judging by the David Voce well, pick. We'll see. I am, I am skipping the pick that I think you're not going to have uh, because, I don't know, I want to play this more strategically. I'm going to pick the person I think that will probably be better uh, strategically and be you know be more level-headed on the island so i'm going with liana i like liana she's um uh, she's a student she's young but she i uh, you wouldn't guess it from uh hearing her voice um so i'm uh i'm excited about liana i don't have much to say about her other than she was sort of my i think we've had a couple in a row of like um just sort of like the level-headed kind of person that says exactly what's on their mind type people. And uh, I think this is, this is the one of those people that I like, you um, know, the young women. She's going to play like Tony. Which, which, uh, which put her at the top of my list. <laughs> I don't um, put level-headed with Tony. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, uh, Leanna, I know she's a big fan of the podcast. I know she's, she's listening, but uh, I'm sorry. She was the person who I thought no one would possibly pick because of how spacey and how like. I can't believe that uh, this is my team. From heroes and humdingers, who I don't even remember, but she was like, yeah, that she was. She was like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna like if they say something. Oh, she reminds me of Simone. So Simone wasn't actually the first boot, but um, but from Heroes Hustlers, she reminds me of Simone in that she's like. Oh, and I'm going to like get in their heads and I'm really going to like get in their heads and they're going to say something and then I'll, I'll say something else. I can't tell you what these scenarios are, but that's what I'm going to do. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I right. guess I was seeing this I'm, cast completely different than you guys. Do it. Who's going to be left out is my question. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, 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 oh, that's so good. I thought, I thought these two were slam dunks. They are not slam dunks. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry. They I'm are sorry the duddest you know, of duds. They are not slam dunks. <laughs> these are the two who I expected to be left out. <laughs> what the hell? These Girl's are team. these are slam dunks in the toilet. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love Leanna. I think she's she's got writing poetry as one of her hobbies. And of yeah. course, we all remember the great poetry moment well for. Yeah, what's her? What was her name? Samhar. Samhar. Yes. Yeah. Samhar. Yeah. <sighs> well, you know. Well, she, Chris, she she she. Anybody who name checks Tony that well, I I I get it. Tony's gameplay skills, Elaine people's skills, that's a good combination. I want to see a player that, that goes like that. <laughs> uh, Joel, I mean, this is where you prove us wrong, though. That's you got, true. You have a team that is now all of a sudden an underdog team immediately. I guess. I guess I, I, I don't know what I was doing, but I thought I would be in the majority on this one. <laughs> okay, we took a quick break and Chris kind of figured out some internet stuff, but we're going to go right into Chris's pick because we all agreed while we were paused that uh, um, Leanna actually was a great pick and uh, everyone agreed with me. So, and, and, and Chris actually was like, oh yeah, actually I was just pretending, but uh, that was going to be my pick. Yeah, Joel, Joel uh, took the recording off to threaten us into agreeing to that. Yeah, Joel kept on saying uh, to, to stop making fun of him. And, and he made me promise that I wouldn't pick Xander as my next pick because he desperately wants him as well. Um, so you're choosing Xander? No. So, so for my next pick, so I get two in a row, right? Yep. All right. And it's very possible that with either of these two, I could get the first boot. I'm hoping this isn't the case. I'm hoping they end up popping. I've, I've got something in my gut that says that they might go far as long as they don't get a little too crazy. Um, but the first one is especially wild. She is described as being wild in a lot of her interviews, or at least in the parade one that I read, and that is Sydney. Oh. Law student Sydney, who idolizes Rocky Balboa. And is a big fan of Natalie White. And Russell did not like her, by the way. Well, she says uh, <laughs> that her favorite player of all time is Russell Hans. I love Russell so much. So that's uh, that's unfortunate for her to hear that podcast. <laughs> on uh, <laughs> that's true. Well, on the uh, thing that Russell was reading that I have up here too, the Dalton Ross one, mm -hmm. um, it says uh, Natalie White, who she's uh, going to play as. Um, and she liked how uh, she consciously nursed uh, Russell's ego. <laughs> and Russell did not like that one bit. <laughs> That's surprising that he didn't like that one bit. He liked being mentioned, but not in this way. She also says, I think for Survivor winner, I'd be a lot like Denise because she's very well-spoken and chill. So I, I don't know. I got a feeling about Sydney. I just think that um, she seems... She seems also very bold. She self-describes herself as sexy, uh, which I think is also a, like a bold adjective to describe oneself as. She um, seems confident, which is just very I, I confident. Think and sometimes a good across. thing, yeah. sometimes not a great thing. List off her pet peeves, though. Uh, I don't have that up. We oh, got bodily I, noises, colon, sniffing, snoring, heavy breathing, coughing. Just things that people are going to have to do the whole time. That's just Cody Crane's whole life. Yeah, honestly, we would not get along. 
I'm with Russell on this one. We would not get along. <laughs> I like Natalie White because she told Russell not to snort and cough and sneeze. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this this is an interesting one though too. Like, I mean, this whole season to me, like, you never know. Uh, with anyone in it, and we've, we haven't gotten a lot of the videos like uh, we've mentioned before, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this, this is an interesting one. I think this is a big risk, though. I think this is a, another high-risk one. I, I don't know if you have first boot, because I think David Voce has first boot written all over him. I don't but... think so. I think he's going to go far. <laughs> but you might have second boot. <laughs> yeah, could be. I don't know how well she's going to blend in uh... With her tribe, if her and Nasser can form a uh, power duo, though, mm-hmm. that would be that would be good. I think because she's an athlete, she'll she'll go at least like a little bit further on those merits. Right, right. Ryan, what did you what do you think of Sydney? Uh, don't love Sydney. Wouldn't have picked Sydney. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I, the the only way I can sort of look at these contestants is to is to compare them to who I think they are uh, most like in other survivors we've seen play. Uh, I know I've brought that up a few times. I'm looking at Morgan from Kagiyan, honestly. With Sydney. oh yeah, the the, right. the best pop of the season. I mean, I I I think she's going to have a real hard time getting her ego in check. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to show respect to anyone she sees as below her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I just don't see it with Sydney. This is going to be a big uh, clash with Nazir, too, based off of his dislikes as well. Um, that's going to be a big clash. So, Okay, can you tell us what Nasir's big dislikes are? Um, he likes. Uh, he said uh, laziness, people not helping around camp is what. Oh, that's not Sydney. She's going to be busting it. She says, she says, um, she also says she's wild. She'll eat anything. She's probably just going to pick up a random bug and put it in her mouth. She also says, I don't like to wear clothes, so I'm always going to be in minimal clothing. I think people are going to see me as a fiery personality. I'm hoping it's not perceived as annoying, but honestly, I don't care. Hey, that Um, bug, that bug thing made me think of Mike Holloway with the scorpion. There I think go. this is going to come as uh, disrespectful to some people. I think uh, that she's going to be very distracted. I don't think she's going to be helping out around camp. I think this is a, a going to be a big bust. And this, uh, I think the the Luvu tribe, I think it's going to be hard to split those males up. I don't know. I mean, maybe you said she's going to be distracted, but maybe some people are going to be distracted by how uh, little amount of clothes she's wearing. Have you thought about that? I will say I will say that she also references in in her little uh, parade interview. um, She references trust clusters, so that was a uh, point against her. Hannah still going with her. She's a Hannah fan. She's a Hannah fan. Okay, good, cool. So So that's my that's my second pick, and now I get my third pick. Correct. The first third pick, the first of round three. Ding, ding, ding. I'm torn between two people. I think both of these people are going to be taken. I hope that I can get this other person. Maybe they won't be taken. But I I know that Cody will be taking this person if I don't. And uh, you know know I'm a Brad Reese boy, baby. No. (laughs) So I'm going to go with Brad Reese. Chris, I'll trade you anyone on my team for him. (laughs) 
We can talk. Maybe we can talk. Give up, give up Nasir and Chantel, and I'll trade you Brad Reese. <laughs> Brad Reese and Ricard? <laughs> um, honestly, I, I was... I'm confused I by this pick. Just off the bat, I'm a little confused by it. <laughs> Me too. Go on. Absolutely no way. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I told you both of these two people were risky picks, Sydney and Brad, but I feel if Brad finds his footing, like, he can... Be a friggin' star. I love, I already love his, I love his one minute video. He seems so like happy to be there. Yep. And if he like gets in, like he can be, he, he could be a star. And um, I'm hoping that he goes far enough that we can see his star quality because he is like, I think one of the quirkiest people out there on a season filled with like almost game bots. And I think that might play in his favor. I mean, he's not, I mean, I would say that like, okay, so there's new, two people on this cast that are Canadian, right? And the first player ever who was Canadian was Tom Laidlaw, who, I'm, who I named checked earlier. And I got to say, Brad Reese is the most Tom Laidlaw player on this team, even though he's not Canadian. Well, he's the first person from Wyoming to play the game. That's true. Big, big pressure. Deal. Oh, well, wow. a lot like how Tom was the first Canadian to play the game. Big pressure. Big pressure. Honestly, Brad could be um, a Wendy Joe type, the first vote out in Nicaragua, which I am very worried about. But um, who just wouldn't? She said, like, my, my husband said, don't talk. And then she never talked. And then they voted her out. And then at travel council, she couldn't shut up. Um, and so I am I am concerned with this pick, but you know what? This this pick, I did two with my head a bit, and now I gotta follow my heart. And my heart says Brad Reese. This so we got a, I agree with it. Come one hundred percent big heart pick. So it could be Rancher Rick. That's yep. who I'm seeing. Could be a Rancher <laughs> yep. Rick completely uh completely uh, buried by the edit, but ends up on our, our list of best bland players ever. <laughs> Um, or we could get a Keith nail who was famously vetoed off the survivor weirdo list, but still is number one in my heart. Yeah. I mean, um, or we could get a Christian type. That's what I'm hoping for. You think you're going to get Christian from Brad oh, Reese? You bet. He, he's, he's got charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and we, talent. We could, we could get uh, maybe an Elaine type. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Elaine, okay. Elaine's a good. Elaine. One. Elaine yeah. is a better analog. Right. I'll bring down. I'll bring down my enthusiasm. But I'll say. I'll say this, and I mentioned it before we went on air. Uh, that uh, Russell said that Brad Reese looks like a nerd and is unoriginal, uh, <laughs> because he said that he was going to play like Boston Rob. <laughs> well, Where are you I, getting? Sorry. Go. Go on, Ryan. Go on. Sorry. I think you got a chicken, Morris. To be honest with you, that's who I get the most from Brad Reese. Um, but the, the more important thing with Brad Reese, and, and I need you all to do this, and I need the listeners to do this as well. If you go to bradreese.com, you go to Google, you look up Brad Reese. I was looking up these people on Google, first name, last name. Bradreese.com does not belong to this Brad Reese but in fact belongs to the grandson of the man who invented the Reese's peanut butter cup and who is attempting to do sales for the Reese's company that I do not believe he's involved with at all. <laughs> okay, hey, I've, I've that, pulled it up. This is... this that is bodes very well for me. Extremely interesting. Okay, so we got Brad Reese. Does not look like 
the Brad Reese of we know from Survivor. You never know. Might be related. Could be a cousin. Yeah. He actually looks a bit like you, Ryan. It's just Ryan. Ryan made that site. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, and he's I, like, you're just I plugging your Squarespace right now. My Brad Reese prank. <laughs> he seems like he's really into these Reese's and they look good. Does anybody want to buy some? I could probably deliver them to you. <laughs> anyway, those are my picks and I'm happy with them. Anyway, uh, I encourage all you listeners to check out bradreese.com and use promo code Ryan at checkout. <laughs> uh, Chris clearly went with the strategy of I have Ricard. Everyone else on my team doesn't matter. Um <laughs> And that's me with David. That's why my next pick. Who was I going to pick Xander? No. <laughs> so Our, whoever Joel's next pick is inevitably will be. No. I honestly thought Xander. that that this person would be gone by now. I'm going on my third pick, by the way. And uh, but by the way, you guys have all reacted to my other picks. I'm thinking that you do not have them anywhere on your list. So <laughs> I'm. My pick is for Evie. Evie yeah. seems to be somebody that can, can is kind of like me when you ask her a survivor question or a question about their life. They kind of if 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 you're they're given you know carte blanche, they can talk forever about it. Um, so I kind of identify her with her about that um, in all her interviews and all this stuff. You know, I I wonder if somebody's like giving her light, like she's doing a comedy routine, like wrap it up, pal. Um, uh, stuff like that, but I kind of like her. She, she, she can, she can be somebody that maybe gets on the nerve of, of sort of older people in her tribe. Cause she's just like kind of quintessential young, a millennial person, probably going to not going to, she reminds me of a Hannah, to be honest. And, and Hannah made it to the end and, and some could say could have won that season. Um, if she had a stronger argument at the end. So I, I, I feel like an Evie could go either way. Like if she reaches a certain point, she could go all the way. Um, so that's why I like her. And, uh, um, yeah. I, what do you guys think about, uh, them? Are they, uh, uh, a pick that surprise is, is it my first kind of good pick? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris? it's okay. It's okay. Okay. All right. You know what? We're on separate wavelengths, Chris, so it's okay. I, Joel, if you win this season, it's going to be because of Evie at this point. Um, <laughs> oh, but, it's between the three of us at this point. Yeah, I, I think that um, Evie was a pick that I knew wasn't coming back to me, um, and I figured would that maybe even Chris would have chose them, but he, he went astray. Uh, but I feel like, Ryan, maybe I'm wrong. That might have been your next pick. Uh, absolutely, they would have been my next pick. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand the 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 Hannah comparisons, Gabby comparisons. I see maybe more Kellen. Um, yep. I think there's more self assuredness there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I think there's going to be a growth story with Evie. I'm really looking forward to Evie. Uh, they would have been my next pick, hundred percent. Chris, why why were why were they low on your list? Um. They they just didn't they just didn't pop for me. I think uh, I think I like I think I think they they can do a great story, but I don't know uh, if they're gonna make it if their tribe loses. That would be my fear. Right. No. The, I I that would be my fear as well. Because look at look at their pet peeves. So their pet peeves are men. 
period. Not all men, but, you know, stuff like that can piss people off. And I guess that's why it's slow on your list, right, Chris? Because you're a not all men type guy, right? <laughs> oh, I'm leaving this podcast and never coming back. <laughs> uh well, I mean, yeah, I mean, certain people, I mean, I love people like Evie. I, I love kind of like a spark plug like that, especially about, you know, social issues I care about and stuff like this. So, like, I, I like listening to people like this, and but I also like talking with them. But they get on people's nerves. Like, they get on uh, middle-aged dad's nerves specifically. And there are a couple dad-age people on this tribe that that uh, I can see. Well, uh, there's your friend David Voce on this tribe, and he's oh, not yes. going to stand for that. <laughs> well, a Ben and Shapiro we type would really him. not like it. And uh, your friend Leanna, who uh, just isn't going to talk to anybody and probably just drown in the sea on the first day. Why do you say that? <laughs> I, I actually, uh, Joel, you just have this tribe. Yeah, you have the yellow tribe. All three of your people are on this tribe. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're all in on this tribe. I know. Shit. I I almost didn't want to tell him to. I was hoping you'd get four. <laughs> oh four. no. Well, there's still two available on this tribe, so you yeah. still have a chance. Three. No, three. All three are available. The oh, other three fuck. on this tribe are still available. Yeah. So Joel, you are almost certainly going to have this tribe and i say we don't choose any of these three people so joel does yeah i think that's fair <laughs> bastards i love that all right ryan yes uh i'm happy with this pick as well i got the confessional king of the season with deshaun i really think i caught the confessional queen of the season here and that's our second canadian Erica Kasupanan, really, really excited about this pick. Whoa. Um, which I know I'm seeing some looks. I know there she might be low on some of your lists. Um, I think I think she's a social butterfly. I think she's going to be influential in her alliance. I think she's going to be fantastic at networking. She's going to be under the radar. Um, yeah. She's I, She's one of the people that were that I mentioned about Deshaun that were cast in 2020 and took the year off to uh, think about it. So there you go. You have some upside there. Beautiful. I love that. Or will they play too hard because they've been thinking about it for a year and are already burnt out? Well, I mean, it, what Erica said was uh, my my mindset going in in 2020 was I have to win. And her mindset now is a little less loose. I'm more there for the experience. Oh, that's pretty good. Which David Voce checks as something he hates about players. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for, for, for me, Erica didn't have an interview on Parade where I was reading through all the interviews and she didn't have her video up and I didn't really know much about her. She does and... have her, her RHAP interview is mm -hmm. up. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to listen to all the any RHAP stuff, so I uh, was going just off gut alone and heart. You know me, I'm a Brad Reese. I'm a Brad Reese boy. Mm -hmm. But so I was never going to pick Erica just because I knew she would get picked by somebody who felt strong things about her, and I feel nothing. Just on the daily. All right. 
Yeah, I, I don't mind this pick. I've seen a little bit. Um, I was watching, uh, like, group interviews and stuff like that, and uh, I've seen a little bit of Erica. I I like it. I uh, I like Erica. Um, follows me on Instagram. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I refuse to talk smack about interview uh, about Erica because she is the biggest slam dunk on, of somebody that we might be able to have on our podcast someday. Um, so, you know, like... She has mutual friends with me on Facebook, and I think the same with Cody. I think we have a way in of interviewing someday, her someday. So we follow every, each other on Instagram. Yeah. So everything I say, everything I say is going to be totally nice about Erica from now on because Erica, we want you on the pod. Yeah. Well, this... I, I hope I'm not being hyperbolic here when I say that I, I truly believe Erica might be the greatest Survivor player of all time. <laughs> me too. And Erica, I still don't know anything about you, so like we can actually connect on a human level instead of these fucking kiss asses. <laughs> you do know one thing about her, okay? She was born and bred in the CN Tower. Well, that's true. She was the CN Tower baby. I did forget that. <laughs> she, uh... <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a person that I'm rooting for personally. The uh, going to be the whole season. Uh, hopefully, I'd love to see her win, uh, but. This, uh, because she lives in Toronto still, unlike uh, Chantel who left. What uh, the fuck? This is going to be the uh, the kind of heart pick of, like, who I'm going to be rooting for. Uh, oh, yeah. We, like, uh, obviously, I'm rooting for Erica and Chantel, like, off the get. I hope a Canadian wins. It just, like, I think it just proves validity that us Canadians are ready to play and, like, increases our chances of getting on later. So, like, well, here's here's my thing is that I hope Erica and Chantel do really well. And Erica, plug your ears for this part. But I really hope they don't win because so I be want to be winner? the first Canadian to win. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Joel. I, I no. also want me I, to be I, yeah. Joel. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good pick, Ryan. Thank you. Feels good to pick the best player of all time, to be honest with you. Somebody has to. Coach. Julie Rosenberg isn't oh, back. Third and fourth pick. No Canadians left on the list. Yes. So I already have a Canadian, so I'm okay. Okay. Um, I got to go with the person that struck me the most. When I heard that nickname, I knew they needed to be on my team. I knew I needed Jeannie Machini, baby. Uh, I was really hoping to get Jeannie. Jeannie Machini is on my team. She is a hustler. You want to talk about who's going to end up working with Brad Reese? This is it. They're on the same tribe together. Let's go. Honestly, when like seeing just seeing Jeannie and like reading through her interview, I was like, it's the same how I feel about Brad Reese. And I was really torn between the two of them, but I hoped that Jeannie might come back around. Um, but I think that if she makes it like three to four episodes, she's going to be a friggin' star. She's got that star quality as well. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think this is going to be someone that we hear from a lot. And uh, I I think, uh, yeah, I, I've loved every time I've uh, watched one of her videos or uh, heard her answers to the question or uh, read her answers to the question. I've enjoyed all of them. So I'm really excited to have her on my team. Yeah, really excited for Jeannie. Um, I was initially a little worried about her in the pre-merge when, you know, tribes might want to stay strong, but I think we've seen a a change in Survivor 
right? In the pre-merge, it seems to no longer be about uh, keeping strong players, keep your tribe strong. They anticipate all these tribe swaps now. I think it's about keeping people you want to play with in the pre-merge, and I think everyone's going to want to play with Genie in the in the in the post-merge. Yeah, with with people like Sydney on or no, Sydney's not on her tribe. With people like, oh no, this is just a great tribe. Yeah, I, I don't like, know who's going out on that one. I love that <laughs> tribe. Like i i would I would have been happy getting five out of six people on that tribe. Yeah, that's that's a very good tribe, um, and all but one have been picked now. Uh, <laughs> but I also think that might be the weakest tribe, so that's what I'm I'm nervous about. I I doubt it because we got Genie Machini, and she's gonna be chugging along. She's a powerhouse, a power player. Let's go. Now, last pick, Chris. Are you still here? I'm still here. Okay, you just I'm on the edge of my seat. You didn't clap for me when I said power player. But, oh, I didn't say anything about Genie, but you know, good, good for Genie. Yeah, that's that's about what we expected from you, Joel. Yeah, uh, no, I wanted Genie on my team. I was going to pick her next, so I uh, was going to okay, pick so David Boche again. Um, if uh, <laughs> and okay, next pick. If Nora's allowed to pick Judd and Fabio, then I'm allowed to pick JD. We all agree that I can have Jarius too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that there's Jarius has some has some Fabio upside there in that he has two names. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I, I like looking at the people left here, I think I'm gonna go with someone that hasn't excited me in any interviews, but because they're a celebrity, they might be shown a lot, and that's what I'll go for. And they're also very athletic, so I'm gonna go Danny McRae. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be my pick there. Uh, my very last pick. Uh, I'm not completely excited about it, but there is something on his bio that we need to talk about. Okay. Joel, talk about it. So Danny McRae, he, something would, when they asked for something you wouldn't know by looking at you, he's, you know, he, uh, he's has his success because of his fear, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, letting people blah, 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 jump to very similar to Adam Sandler in the movie The Water Boy. And I was reading that, and I was hoping he would say very similar to Adam Sandler in the movie Hubie Halloween. And uh, I would <laughs> I'm say... I'm on board now. I would say the movie that's most similar to The Water Boy and Adam Sandler's canon at this point would be Hubie Halloween, so we're halfway there. That's why I like Danny, because he's going to give us Hubie Halloween vibes. Also, he wants to play like Ben, which is a big plus. What is he? He gives Ben some new nicknames Boom. I've never heard of. Yeah, Ben, ben Boom, Boom Dreedbergen. Um, <laughs> the one big move king. He, I feel like he had more than one big move, but okay. No, just probably one. <laughs> yeah, uh, no one else seems to be excited about this pick at all. I mean, out of the people who are left, that's who I was hoping to get. Yeah, I I mean that's kind of what we're dealing with, I guess uh, now. And I think the fact that Danny is the one like celebrity in this uh, kind of deal, right? Former NFL player. Um, I think uh, we know that Jeff's gonna love him. That's for sure. He might only go by his last name if Jeff has anything to say about it. Well, Lucina. 
<laughs> well, David uh, Voce says in his um, Instagram video. Oh, people call him Voce. Our people call me Voce. So maybe he's the last name guy. Who knows? <laughs> so th- he's got some Rick Devins upside there. David oh. does. How much David Voce media have you been consuming? <laughs> he's well, my guy. He's like he's like hooked into the I, David Voce IV propaganda machine. Like he's been forced to be stuck in a chair with his eyelids taped open and just cycling through images of Voce's Instagram along with big brains. Much like the way people consume Ben Shapiro videos. <laughs> uh, hypothetically, if you imagine. Uh, Idols don't care about your feelings. That's my David well, Voce and, and, and impression. Think about, think about the idols in in this uh, uh, way, Jeff. If uh, if I may, Jeff. <laughs> uh, hey, it's me, David Voce. Great. <laughs> Sounds like good. someone else we know. <laughs> oh uh, my god! Oh. oh my god! It's me, David Voce. Oh my god! I got an idol. Just give me a moment. <laughs> How how long before David Voce has his own book that Joel has in his collection? Oh, Joel has a whole <laughs> shelf behind him. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting my David Bo- Voce poster signed. <laughs> um, I I think we'll never have any of these Survivor contestants on our podcast if we keep on talking about David Voce like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I like Danny McRae. He's uh he's kind of his his uh, RHAP interview paints him out to be very kind of jockish and like kind of predictable. But his his bio is kind of back and forth with like, hey, I'm kind of a, a jock guy, but I'm also kind of like a cool kind of interesting guy that you may not expect from me. Oh, but I'm also a jock. Well, but I'm also kind of a cool kind of weird guy. You know, he's also kind of on a jock on a jock tribe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I'm feeling from this tribe. Like I said before, I think these the three men on this tribe are going to be hard to break up from each other. That's just my prediction off the top. Um, so being a part of that kind of group, I think, is good. And I think, uh, yeah, it's kind of it's a bit of a powerhouse tribe compared to uh, the other ones. I think. All right. All right. Next pick. All right. Well. Uh, I'm really surprised Cody didn't pick this person because I do think they are the Julie Rosenberg of the season. I'm going to take Heather. Fuck. Fuck. Who I think in in a cast that's divided by age between older contestants, younger contestants, I think Heather is going to be the one that really connects with the younger people. Uh, she's, got, she's got great fun mom vibes. She's the Janet. Um, she's no, the Janet. I don't get no. that. Uh, no, I, Jeannie's I, the Janet. There's, there's more youth and like exuberance and fun. Um, she's the only one of these people left that I'm confident in saying they're going to make the merge. Okay. I, I, I don't see anyone wanting to get rid of her. I see her as being really fun to be around, uh, really charismatic. Uh, and my bold prediction is she will be the contestant that gets bleeped the most. Yeah, her cuss <laughs> like a drunken sailor or whatever uh, was what made me want to put her on my team. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for Heather. 
Her her RHA, RHAP interview revealed, I don't know if it did not, the other ones, revealed that she is very outdoorsy, like grew up on a farm and her dad's name was Bubba or something like that. And uh, yeah, has a lot of like outdoors experience in her. So, But you don't get Bubba with this pick. No, any I know, but no, but she was she. Any she's saying she confessionals during the family visit, you don't get Ryan. I right. just want that to be <laughs> think. Think about the merge. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's yeah. It's it's wild that her her dad is uh, is Bubba from Survivor Vanuatu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's she's going to be thinking about the merge. That's for sure. I do kind of get the vibe of I forget her name. The uh, child star. Uh, oh, Lisa Welchel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that vibe uh, from her for sure. Um, and I actually, I think that she does put Lisa Welchel, yeah, embody the kindness of Lisa Welchel. That's one of the people that she's going to play her game like. Devins, Lisa, Chrissy. That's what um, it is. Uh, well, Chris, what do you think about Heather? Um, she wasn't on my radar whatsoever. I, I don't I I'm just really stressed about picking this next person because I don't know who I want. Well, I'm next, and uh, I'll say this: I um, there are three people left, and they're all on the tribe that I'm already. Sorry, there are four people left. <laughs> three of them. Are three, yeah, three of two them. Of them. Two of them. Just go Ryan. In. Ryan does have three on the blue tribe. Uh, who am I missing from my list? Tiffany. Oh, so Tiffany, who's left? So Tiffany, Eric, Xander, and Sarah, Sarah. right? Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to pick Sarah. Just. No, choose either Eric, Tiffany, or Xander. We know you want Xander. Guys, I'm picking Sarah because she's not on this tribe, okay? Just so I have a safe bet, okay? If this is my first first one out. She's going to be first boot. I know. Because everybody else in that that tribe are stars. But listen, I kind of like Sarah from her interview. She's kind of a spark plug, and uh, she's got sort of like Chelsea. What's wrong with saying that? That's don't, don't. It's like it's you're like your Owen Wilson describing one of your castmates. I don't no, understand. I think, I think I think Sarah's I think Sarah's a good pick. I I, prob- I want to know. I want to go backwards. What are you talking about? This Owen Wilson thing. That's how every time I watch an interview with Owen Wilson, he says something like that. Oh yeah, he loves the spark plugs. Yeah, I like Owen, I like Owen Wilson. So and there you, you go. chose Sarah Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. She seems cool. I don't know. Um, this major Chelsea vibes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. That's what I was about to say before you called me Owen Wilson. <laughs> Well, don't be insulted by it. Why we, we we keep bringing up these Island of the Idols analogs, Elaine, Chelsea. No, I wasn't. I was saying Chelsea from. Uh, what, oh, purple Ghost Chelsea. Island. Yeah, Ghost Island. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope it's not. Or I mean, whatever. Guys, it, I, I guess it, is it becoming clear how much I kind of don't care about winning? I just want to. Uh... It it seems by your passion and excitement for each of these people, it seems you really care about winning, but you're not hitting the mark. <laughs> I don't know. 
It's it, it it's just for fun. Remember, in the end, it's just for fun, and and uh, also podcasting is fun. So this is meant to be fun. So don't don't be mean to me. <laughs> there it is. Brian <laughs> <laughs> like catchphrase. Brian, you're the one that won't be mean to me for sure. So what do you think about Sarah Wilson? You're allowed to be mean to her, but. Uh... Uh... Yeah, I think you're a, a, a garbage person for picking her. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just you really a, should Just a terrible, awful pick yeah, um, that I, I never would have made. No, no, I listen, I, I feel like... I feel like Sarah is is good physically and good strategically and good socially. But to me, based on her interview, she doesn't, doesn't jump off the page anywhere. Again... And, I agree with you, but I picked her because of her tribe. Go on. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, if if we're talking other Survivor castaways they remind us of, I'm feeling Rourke. I get a lot of Rourke from Sarah. Yeah. That's a pretty good comparison. Yeah, oh, I mean, or Kelly Wentworth. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that's that's an incorrect uh, uh, assessment. I'm getting kind of I don't know, like poverty vibes from her. What? Our San our Sandra. What? She she has big Tina Wesson energy. Yeah, Vesepia energy, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay, uh, Chris, you have three left, and then we discuss the pick. discards. Yes. Yeah, Chris, who are you choosing from Joel's tribe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really disappointed because um, I really wanted Joel to... If Joel had picked someone from the other tribe, I would have picked Sarah, just so that, you know, there'd be... I would <laughs> have the only one with that tribe. I, I would yeah. about it, but that's just, <laughs> just bad strategy. And in the end, uh, you know, I don't want to be humiliated here. <laughs> um I'm I I'm not going to pick Tiffany because she's given me Reem vibes and I worry that she could have the same fate as Reem without the additional confessionals. Mm-hmm. So I'm torn between Xander and Eric. I mean as much as I as much as I made fun of Xander I think Jeff loves his young people and people who he think who he thinks will appeal to the younger audience and especially in this whole game within a game scenario he's he's got he's like your sea bass he relates to him he says he's like a Jay or a Joe um which you know that didn't age well um or or a Devin um I know we got some big Devin fanboys here in the chat you know how little points Seabass got me? You know how little points? This guy reminds about... me more of those twins. Oh, yeah? The oh. Christie brothers? Yeah. Alec and Drew. Yeah, he does say that he's... Um... A badass and a manipula- manipulator of this game? <laughs> Basically he, a badass. He says, that, he says that people say that he is... I'm picking... You know what? Ugh, this is tough because I... like. My head is saying my my head is saying Xander and my heart is saying Eric, but I worry I worry that Eric's gonna burn me like Carl burned me and my love of Carl. Carl was a fun guy to cheer for. 
Yeah, but I picked him first just because oh. this little truck driver. Honk, yeah, but this honk. is a good. This is a. I think Eric's a great last pick. I, yeah. I mean, I love Eric, and I really wanted to pick him. So. This is oh well. If Joel loves Eric, then I'm picking Xander. Done. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Eric now. That solidified it for me. Um, I feel good about it. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> well, um, all season long, I'm going to be pretending like Eric's on my team. So I'm well, actually glad trade that you for did him. this. I mean, I might, I might, I might do some more research, and who knows? I may. When the fantasizer opens up, I may do a quick swap for Eric before the uh, premiere opens. No, you can't do that. Sure you can. Oh, you can trade out your people? You can trade. I think you, you can trade out your people before they get um, voted out. I would never betray the people I chose. Before yeah. the premiere. No, no, no. Before the premiere. Once the oh, premiere starts, right? Like, nah, I wouldn't do that. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll trade out Ricard right before the premiere at 7.59. I won't pick him up because I'm loyal to my team. <laughs> I might I might toss out Evie and take Tiffany. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, 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 I would, would literally I would literally die for anyone on my team, I think. <laughs> uh I'm gonna pick Xander just because I think um because because he's young and because of his like potential strength, he can at least make merge. I I don't think we need Xander for the kids of today. I think that the kids of today are going to be hooked to Genie Machini. Oh, Genie, <laughs> Genie is the star that that I was desperately hoping to get. Okay, guys, we, we've talked about Xander. We we told Ryan we'd get him out before uh, nine thirty, so we should we should uh, speed this up. Sorry, Are you sure? Okay, well, we'll, well let's 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 talk. Well, yeah, Ryan, it's too late. Joel already sold you out to the listeners. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we got we got I, Xander. I, I apologize for being such a sleepy boy. <laughs> Ryan and I have our own Survivor podcast to film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Xander's kind of the jockey surfer type. Reminds me a lot of uh, the Island of the, going back to Island of the Idols. The the that curly haired guy that. Uh, uh, offended Jamal and, you know, ended up living with Jamal. Jack. Jack. Mm, he and, does remind me of that too. Yeah. Um, made the merge. Uh, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't make the merge. He made the jury. He was, he was the, he was the uh, penultimate. Oh, right. I, th- I thought it was the opposite way. No, no, he did make the merge. That That's how he uh, began his love affair with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Um, no, not Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth uh, Basel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I we don't have to talk about Island of the Idols. I can't believe it's Eric. not Elizabeth Olsen. Um, well, let's talk about Eric Abraham. Why do you like him, Joel? Oh, because his, his interview uh, was fun on RHAP. He was like this old guy that kept calling himself young and not like and like didn't really bring up the fact that he was 52. <laughs> <laughs> he was just calling himself young like he was Jerryish or whatever. <laughs> like. He's that like, I'm the youngest guy to ever play this game. And nobody was there to be like, no, you're not. You're old. You're like one of the older guys on this, this show. He's like, I'm young. I can do anything. Honestly, I now immediately regret my decision. <laughs> I I think uh, Eric was, is a good, I don't know how long Eric's going to last, but I can see a lot of confessionals coming from Eric. Yeah, me too. I think I think it'll be like he'll have a lot of interviews right before he goes home type deal. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we'll 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 find out who he is on his boot episode. 
Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I can't help but think it'll probably be uh, pre-merge, though. I, I think we'll get an episode entirely centered around around Eric and and some sort of quirk going on, some sort of behavior that he has. Uh, looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a a real roller coaster ride. Maybe someone throws a coconut at his head at some point. He's a Mike Scoopin. <laughs> oh, so are, uh, so maybe, close. hey, maybe Tiana is the Abby to throw that coconut. But don't don't know. Don't put anything on Eric. We're gonna get sued. You don't even know your own person's name. Her name's Liana. Shite. That's how forgettable <laughs> she is. Oh God. Okay, I'm, let's. Joel, uh, I'm quick. so disappointed that you uh, didn't have everyone on the same tribe. Yeah, you really let the listeners Guys, down. Guys, why would family. that be good strategy? Well, I could, it, you said you were playing for ago. fun, not strategy. Yeah, but at, at some point, I, there's something's got to give. <laughs> <laughs> All something right. does have to give. Okay, let's quickly talk about Tiffany. Tiffany, I thought, was going to be the Julie Rosenberg because she's actually from New York, like... Julie Rosenberg, uh, that you're talking about, Ryan. But I honestly don't really know. I've barely read Tiffany's bio. I, I, I got her confused with Heather at first, and uh, she didn't. She doesn't have an RHAP one yet, so I haven't listened. She says that she's loud. She also says she's going to play like Ozzy competitively. She, hold on, can she That's get what loud it too? Says on there. Can she get loud too? What the fuck? Yes. Uh, I think there's. I think there's one great thing in Tiffany's. <laughs> bio which moves beyond trust clusters the idea of situationships oh that was tiffany that was tiffany talking about situationships okay all right so tell us what that is just I, relationships I, in the situation yeah she yeah, says yeah. She, yeah she says i don't want to i don't i don't have a relationship with you i have a relationship with my boyfriend but you i can have a situationship with i like that that's a that's a cool portmanteau yeah, meaning she's not going to have a relationship with anybody on the island. Nope. I'm sorry. I can't get too close. <laughs> well, there goes my, my Xander and Tiffany uh, romance prediction. <laughs> yeah, that's a good showmance. We're shipping them. Okay, so, Cody, do you have uh, all the teams written down? Yes, I do. I have all of our picks uh, written down here. I do too, Joel. I'll take a photo of them as well. Well, why don't you tell us, tell the listeners just to sum it up. All right. So we'll go with Chris's team first. Oh, the winner. Chris has Ricard, Sydney, Brad Reese, (laughs) only one with the last name, and Xander. Oh, it's a bad team. (laughs) That's yeah, the Brad Reese pick kind of buried you there. You, you, t- you, for some reason, you had dead center middle pick two in a row, and you decided to do two risky picks, even though you <laughs> knew you're going to get stuck with someone. <laughs> um, all right, so that is Chris's team. Joel's team is David Voce. Hey, last name. Yep. Leanna Wallace. Honestly, you have to say Leanna Wallace, too. Because we don't know who she is. Tiana. Yeah, we don't know anything about her. Um, Abby Jagoda. Love her. Uh, and Sarah Wilson. Great. And, and fun fact, she's not... This Sarah Wilson isn't the same Sarah Wilson, but I did know someone named Sarah Wilson in college, so... 
That's you fun. know what? I, after hearing Joel's team, I feel a lot better about my team again. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's where you get scared. Uh, Ryan's team is Deshaun Radden, Jarris Robinson, uh, Erica Casapana, Penan, Casupenan. We'll, we'll ask her when she's on the uh, we'll podcast. Ask her. We'll, ask we'll, her know, we'll hopefully know by then. But yes. And Heather Aldrich. Cool. All right. Pretty good team, other than Heather. And then my team is Nasir, Chantel Smith, Jeannie Machini, and Danny McRae. All righty. Yeah, also good team. It's a good team. I'm third, I, at least. Yeah. I mean, I know... Um, <laughs> Something I'm excited about about this cast is that it's the most diverse cast ever, and uh, that's uh, an exciting thing for the show. They uh, um, certainly went above and beyond with their diversity casting in this year, and uh, we're four white guys, so you know we don't have the kind of uh, uh, you know life experience to talk about how um, uh, great this is um, to see. But I- I'm excited about it. I-, I think it'll it'll prove for. Um, uh, uh, different dynamics and conversations on the island. Yeah, I'm also pretty, uh, looking at my team now, I'm also pretty uh, upset that I have a predominantly white team. <laughs> I mean, it, and Brad Reese counts as like three white people, so. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you actually just <laughs> soloed out every uh, white person on there and took them. <laughs> Just locked right in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, my predictions are um, it's going to be very competitive, this fantasy for Ryan and I. <laughs> All right, do we want to do quick winner picks? Cody, you yeah. go first. Yeah, I think I already mentioned mine, uh, even though the rest of Chris's team is pretty bad. Uh, Ricard <laughs> is, the, uh, is the winner, in my opinion. I know that a lot. There's been a lot of talk. Um, I uh, was listening to uh, Lauren. Uh, I, I said quickly do the winner pick for God's sakes, but uh, okay, um, go ahead. Jeez, wait. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people have been wanting a female winner. Um, yeah. I know there's a lot of rumbling for that, um, and I heard Lauren talking about it uh, before this podcast too. I was listening to her. Uh, but I don't think this is going to be the season. I, I really think Ricard's going to win this. Ryan? Uh, I'm tempted to say Ricard, but I'm going to switch it up to someone from my team. I, I got to go with Deshaun. Um, I think I think Deshaun's got the the same upsides as, as Ricard uh, in a less outwardly threatening uh, uh, form. Chris? Well, I know who I want to win, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to make that my winner pick, and it's got to be Jeannie Machini. Oh! I, I want her to win. I really do. I, I, she was the, I looked at her, and I was like, this, she has starter quality, and I am regretting picking Brad Reese over her. I will say this. I'm glad you chose Brad Reese over her, uh, Chris. I'm so happy to have Jeannie Machini on my team. I almost chose her number two over Chantel. Um, But Jeannie Machini, I will say, my prediction is if she does make it to the finals, she wins. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. Absolutely. She's a, yeah. But that's why I'm worried. I'm worried she won't make it to the finals because of that. Like, I see see her going the route of Janet. She's she's a Janet. She's, yeah. 
She's. I, I was uh, watching the interview. Uh, they asked every uh, person what they've been doing during the uh, the quarantine, and I believe it was uh, Sydney that said that uh, she's with no at risk people, so she was able to do whatever she wants. Um, oh no! <laughs> but uh, uh, Jeannie Machini works at a grocery store and said she's an essential worker and has had no free time. Has been busier than ever during this time and uh, still like hustling and everything. This is a person that we want to get behind. I mean, okay. So yeah, my my is... winner pick, Foche. No, uh, but I, I was going to say choose seriously, not someone on your team. No, I know. I was going to say Deshaun, uh, but uh, for the sake of having a different winner pick than everyone else, I'm going to be interesting and pick Evie. I think uh, they could be uh, an Adam Klein type winner. They like play like Hannah, but win like Adam. Yeah, legit. Yeah. All right, Ryan, Chris, thanks so much for coming on the show. And Ryan, um, uh, someday we'll release that uh, uh, Red Eye episode as uh, weird as it sounds with the audio issues. Maybe we'll have the same issues with this. But Chris, your, your internet uh, kind of worked out. But Ryan, thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. And uh, listen, I'd love to get together and we'll, uh, we'll redo that Red Eye app. We'll, we'll make something listenable and we'll, uh, we'll give it another shot. I yes. think the listeners would love to listen to the Red Eye app as is, uh, just so they can hear three people having different conversations at the same time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris, thanks for yep. coming on as well. Hey, you know I'm always here. Mm-hmm. And uh, both of you will uh, hopefully, host. both of you will hopefully come on and uh, speak about episodes as they come out. I'd yeah. love to. And then you can find mine and Ryan's podcast, Burge Moot. Horrible name. <laughs> uh, um, it's a play on words, Joel. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> check out uh, check out radbreeze.com. <laughs> Cody, any last words? Uh, no. Uh, thank you both, uh, Ryan and Chris, uh, for coming on. Uh, you, yeah. Can the folks follow you uh, anywhere? Tell them where to follow you. Me? Yeah, yeah. Well, both of you. Well, Chris, sure. You start. Yeah, sure. I'll start. Um, you can follow me wherever, but why don't you check out my YouTube channel? I do a board game YouTube channel now. It's uh, it's it's doing it's doing all right. I've got almost uh, so many more subscribers than this podcast. I've got like fifteen hundred subscribers now, and we talk about board games and new board games coming into the sphere. And I do reviews and kind of discussion pieces as well, anything to do with games. Uh, and that's why I like being on this podcast to talk about the greatest game of all time. So just follow me there. Room and board is uh, what you can do. Or it's YouTube slash C slash room and board reviews. Ryan, check it out. And tell and like drop a comment if you're coming yeah. from Merge Boot because you're my favorite people. Yeah, I, I I love it, Chris. Thanks for doing it. Ryan, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I don't have anything to plug. Uh, happy to be here. Follow me anywhere: grocery store, dark forest, mm-hmm. wherever you see me. Um, well, I, I no, saw I, a very calming ASMR video of you making coffee once online, and I thought that was nice. That's very true. If you oh, good. I watch it on repeat. <laughs> on the Two Bears YouTube channel, uh, which is a coffee company I work for, 
you will see fantastic instructional videos about how to make uh, the perfect French press, how to make the perfect espresso shot, and so forth. So if you are craving more Ryan content, if this really wasn't enough for you, uh, you, you can check me out there. Awesome. Great. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. We'll probably do one more check-in episode to uh, me and Cody to talk about um, going into the season. But if not, you know, us, we're just a little weird. Oh, there's Chris came on video once more. Um, uh, remember to rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, we're going to do it right before the end. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and uh, rate five stars if you can. And uh, we'll see you when uh, next time. And look forward to season 41. And bye-bye, everybody. All right.